was this week? Yeah. Hi, Destiny Johnson. How are you today? Hi, Lizzie Acker. I'm okay. Half of my face is dumb right now because I put some stuff on it because I'm having some T&J. So if I wipe this out of my mouth, it's to keep myself from drooling like a little baby. That's adorable. <laughs> babies are the cutest. The babies are the cutest. It's so true. Well, How I you? have zit stickers. I love your new haircut. So, I got a haircut. I'm wearing zit stickers. Um like the almost 41 year old woman I am honestly mm-hmm. zit stickers there's a few inventions that have come around since I was like a teen I'm like mm-hmm. zit sticker, stickers are genius I just wish those had been around when I was a kid I was just telling my mom that she should keep some she's like well I don't really get zits that often I was like yeah me either but when you do it's really it's usually like a real honker of one eh and yeah. I get through this pretty quick and also, like, my thing has always been that I, like, pick at my face. Mm, <laughs> and yeah. I feel like when it's covered, I cannot. I, I mean, limiting yourself from your bad habits is a great way to stop them. Um, I was a child with pretty bad acne. So um, I do, I pick my fingers into oblivion. But luckily, I try and leave my face alone. Just because that's I'm always like, your scar! <laughs> yeah, I, I, my mom did too. I mean, I, I really had so many I was a face picker like I didn't have terrible acne but just like bad enough that I could like just spend hours like a bit obsessively and once actually funny story a dermatologist when I was probably like in my early 20s tried to prescribe me an antipsychotic to get me to stop picking my face and it was an off-label situation yeah and I was like uh I'm no thank you I think I I do have some dermatillomania um sort of habits that involve um some skin picking, but mostly on my fingers. Here's advice from the Wide Up podcast before we even get into it. Don't pick your face. <laughs> Don't pick your face, you know, yeah. but these zit stickers can help. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, not brought to you by zit stickers, but could be. No, not brought to you by zit stickers. But, you know, I will be ordering some more. They're great. There you go. There you Glasses go. and well, zit stickers. We there are we go. I mean, sexy. We're real women. <laughs> we are real women. <laughs> um... Speaking of advice, um, if this yeah. is the first time you're tuning into this podcast, thank you for listening. And also, this is an advice podcast based off of the advice column that Lizzie writes for the Oregonian called Why Though. And if you're looking to read that, you can go to organlive.com slash why though. See all of her old columns, the ones that are coming out, all, all old episodes of this very podcast that you're listening to. And if you want even more Lizzie than that, guess what? Guess how you can get on the track? Tell them, Lizzie. You can text me. You can text me. You can text you can her. Text- the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then just click the, click the link and subscribe and you will be texting me directly. It is paid. It's, I don't get the money though, but somebody else does. And then it directly, <laughs> indirectly comes to me, um, but I'm not like asking you to pay me to text me. Um, mm-hmm. It's a service. It's a cool service and it's the first two weeks are free. So you should sign up for it. Um, just get a couple texts, get it going. Again, that is text the word advice to 503 751 eight seven three one and then click the link and subscribe and i'll be texting yeah. you it's me it's just me it's really me texting you absolutely and um we've talked about this but liz is gonna ask you uh maybe for your advice or for your questions or even for your right. your idle gossip so love idle real gossip. chit-chatting I time love it yeah but well, speaking of idle gossip that's what we're here for that's what we're here uh, for and gossip. we have a great question this week, I think, that is um, fraught with uh, possible pettiness. Um, not that this writer's 
being petty, but I think if oh. I were in this writer situation, I would be. So, <laughs> ready to get into it? it? I am ready to get into it. Okay. okay. Um, we'll start here. Dear okay. Lizzie, that's you. Um, <laughs> I'm part of a community of people who share the same hobby. That's cool. Um, it's nice to have folks that are into the same stuff as you are and support one another in their endeavors. This hobby involves a lot of learning, which often happens by trial and error, and sometimes uh, takes some people longer than others to get good at what we're doing. You can help newbies along the way with advice and suggestions. Here's the rub. One member of our extended group often takes to social media to, quote, call out, end quote, but never by name, those who maybe are still struggling to get proficient. Even if her concerns are valid in some instances, it's hard not to read between the lines that she just really either wants only proficient people to participate and doesn't want to deal with those who are struggling in person. I like this person. Um, and it's along okay with her. Her social media posts, though, are very off-putting and have caused some really hard feelings, especially with our new group members. The community is small. We can't really exclude her. Uh, is there a kind of way to get her to tone down her social media posts, or should we just warn all the new people that they may be hearing some snack just from that corner of the room? And yes, I've hidden her. I can't read that stuff anymore. Signed, enthusiastic hobbyist. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, this is interesting. You know, I feel like this is one of the problems with social media. You know, that, that like, like this person saying, I like this person in person, but her social media presence, it doesn't yeah. sort of jibe. And I think that's because like, you can say things on social media that, that you would never say to a person to their face. And, um, you can get this feeling of like self-righteousness while you're typing away. Um, so I, I'm I'm wondering, I'm curious, like, what kind of social media posts these are. If this is, like, a Facebook group, for example. I'm imagining a Facebook group. What do you think? Right. Yeah, probably something like that, right? Or, you know, they're all in some kind of something where they're viewing each other for this um, purpose of a hobby, right? So maybe it's a little hard to ignore. Um, props right. to enthusiastic hobbyists for um, choosing their joy over having to read this, though. I thought that was a great right. thing that yeah. they said. Blocking them because is a you great... get to choose how you engage in social media. Like you, like people get yeah. to choose how bad or how good their posts are. You get to choose if you want to <laughs> be insane about what somebody else writes or not. You know? Yeah, it's kind of like something we discussed. We frequently discussed about boundaries, which is like when you set mm -hmm. a boundary, mm -hmm. it's not about telling other people what to do. It's about your behavior. So like right. you block that person. Mm -hmm. But the concern being like new people coming in are going to feel kind of unwelcome in this community if there's somebody out yeah. there who's, you know, kind of trashing new people all the time. So yeah. I guess if it was a Facebook group and I had anything to do, like something like a Facebook group, we're talking like a forum or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you are allowed to set rules for those groups, you know, like internally sure. you can create your own rules. So whoever's in charge of this community, I think is totally reasonable. Like I'm in some Facebook groups, huge Facebook groups, like mm -hmm. Portland area working moms. Like that's a right. big Facebook group. I yeah. maybe personally know three people in the group. There's a trillion <laughs> others and there's very right. specific rules for it because otherwise mm -hmm. things can get out of hand. And especially when you don't know people, it's really easy to judge them or make really hurtful comments. So some of the rules might be no 
personally hurtful comments, you know, right. like, you know, some, like there's rules that are like, don't talk about vaccination, just, you know, like something like that. You mm-hmm. can make up the rules, whatever it is. That's like a sticky point for that community that can cause people to get a little bit, um, out of control, um, or yeah. like personal is like, I think it's really reasonable to either talk to the people who are in charge of that group, or if you're in charge of it, set rules. Mm-hmm. and delete posts that, that break the rules. What if this is on this person's personal social media, but they just kind of follow each other yeah. because of the hobby? Then, right. then what do you think? That's the, then, then it's harder, right. right? I mean, then then it's, yeah, that gets harder. And I like I think that the writer is doing the right thing by just blocking them, you know? But yeah, how do you how do you let, like, let other people who are newer into the group know, you know, yeah, that's hard. I, I'm trying to think of, I I think that one thing that I've done in situations where it's like a public forum or public situation and you see somebody who's maybe attacking another person, like you're not in it, but you see it happening. Um, I've reached out to that person who I feel like is having getting attacked or whatever and been like, Hey, I saw that. I see you. Um, it's not, that's not cool. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. You know? Yeah. I I mean, that's a really human approach, right. And kind of the least confrontational way to approach it. We kind of talked about this. Um, well, I mentioned this, like the theory of the missing stare. So every group has a missing stare. And the idea Mm -hmm. is that everybody deals with their problem by working around it to support it from behind the scenes. So the, you know, the writer kind of talks about this, like, should we just warn everybody who comes in that this person isn't, isn't great? I I mean, I guess my question is ultimately, is that like, why can't you pick this person out? You have to kick the person out. Yeah. like, if they're doing something that's damaging to all of you, right? I mean, right. Well, that's why I think if it's a group and if it's actually, you have to kick them out. But first, before you kick them out, you need to set set rules for the group. Like these are yeah. our. This is how we communicate. This is what we are all. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not all agreeing on it, you know, I'm thinking of like anything can be like 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 a. Sure. I just just bridge club came to my mind because my parents were in the bridge club and, you know like I I, i'm not i don't know what the rules of the bridge club are but like they have like an email listserv you know and like but there's like mm-hmm. any group ha- can create their mm-hmm. own rules of engagement and and when you create those rules you know, you can even at the end be like, if you can't follow these rules, you can't be on X thing. You are not allowed to send emails to the group if you cannot follow these rules. Right. You're, we, you cannot post on this forum if you cannot follow these rules, you know? And I think it's reasonable to make those rules something like include, you know, you can't say derogatory things about new members that, you know, you can't like... I don't know, throw shade at people who might not know everything about this community. Like we're all learning. We're all, we're all trying to get better at whatever the hobby is, whether it's hot gluing, you know, rhinestones (laughs) to t-shirts or whatever it is. (laughs) We don't know, but like you can't. Right. Part of it is engaging new members and helping them be part of this group. Mm -hmm. 
I just, I also think, I mean, unfortunately, you're frozen for me, but I can hear you. I can't. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you typing. I see you moving now. Can you hear me? Uh, I can't. You can't hear me, but I can hear you. Wait, no, I can't hear you, and you can hear me. But now I'm moving upstairs, right I, next to the router. Okay. I, I mean, I can see you moving now, so I think it's getting better. Let's see. Okay. Can you hear me now? Hello. I can. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I don't know what happened there, but it's fine. It's still yeah. recording. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I was going to say also, um, mm -hmm. I think that's a great point that when you run a group that is supposed to be available to people who are both new and experienced in a hobby, um, you get to mm -hmm. set the rules and, um, it shouldn't be controversial. Those rules shouldn't be controversial. Right. So like, right. if you don't want to follow them, you don't have to be in this group. Like we're all adults here. Totally. And I also think in the same vein of we're all adults here, um, someone needs to confront this person, right? If it's causing problems among the group, it, to the extent where you're like, we need to build an action plan so we can get <laughs> right. people in here, like somebody needs to be like, hey, your posts are out of pocket. And I would love to remind you that this is, an, this is something that people want to get into. You are somebody who has experience and you could change the way somebody sees this hobby that you care about. And I say this from experience in many, I'm a person with many hobbies, many nerdy hobbies, and some of them are extremely welcoming, crocheting, so welcoming, <laughs> old people, young people, great, dice making for D&D, &D, not welcoming, right. <laughs> people are so rude for no reason, Weird. So it's, like, it's, it's so, it, it's weird the things that people will be elitist about, yeah. but ultimately, totally. like you're doing your group a disservice not you specifically the writer but you basically yeah. everybody else in this group are doing your your group that should be a happy hobby making situation a real disservice by not telling this person that they are ruining this experience for other people in the group and also reminder you weren't born good at this hobby it's weird of right. you to be judgmental about other people not being good at this hobby when it had to have taken time nobody is just good at stuff anything start, nobody's know? just good at anything i mean like right. babies have to learn how to eat food you know right. <laughs> like nobody is good at anything and in fact like you know in all of the activities that i enjoy i think it's sort of a, a common thread that you can learn from beginners because they're approaching whatever it is without all the baggage that you have so yeah, mm -hmm. like reminding, <laughs> reminding these people, this person that like beginners are actually incredibly valuable to our community because beyond the fact that they are what keep it going, like getting new people in is what keeps this community going. Like they can teach us stuff. We can learn from them if we aren't judging them all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, we learn, I, I learn, really learn new ways to do things. 
And that's, that is such a good way to look at it too. But also my mother, um, a very classy woman who I love very much, Mm -hmm. um, has a saying, so like, you can think what you want, right. But you don't have to put it on social media. Even if you think you're, I think most people who know, who are posting social media things and excluding names know that they're being shifty, right. So like, don't pretend like you don't know what's going on, but also my mom has a saying about opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one, but I don't really need to know about yours. <laughs> you know? So I think maybe that also applies here. Like you can have your opinions from your experience, right? And you can feel annoyed about the clumsiness of new people or maybe the approach an approach that you don't agree with. Um yeah. you can also keep it to yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it's totally fair to reach out like next time and I think you need to wait till it happens. I always think like mm-hmm. it's better to actually like to address a, an issue as it happens instead of like, you do this all the time. You know what I mean? Right. So like, yeah, this is, so next time this person posts something that is like kind of harmful to new members of the group to reach out to that person, you know, privately and just say, Hey, I saw your post. I'm not sure you meant it to come off this way, but I feel like it's, it feels a little excluding to newer members and it, and it could hurt their feelings, you know, like start there and see what happens. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I also really think having ground rules for your community is a great idea, you know, because then it becomes not personal. You know, when I see someone like, in one of these big groups I'm in, they're just like, this post violated the community guidelines. If you want to know more, you can like right. message us. We're deleting it. Yeah. So Grant is calling me. One sec, I'm just going to text him and tell him. <laughs> Not your editor interrupting your content. Ah, oh, my editor <laughs> interrupting my content. I think that you're right that you have to wait for the incident to happen again, right? Or else it just becomes like a weird matter of opinion. Attack. Arguing back and yeah. forth. Yeah, with adults. Yeah. That's just like weird. Mm-hmm. But also, and this is just me, and you can tell me what you think about this, but I might I might come to the confrontation not hoping that it's going to be a confrontation, right? Hoping that yeah. this person is going to understand where I'm coming from, but okay. with receipts. You know, <laughs> yeah. Because this is totally. repeated behavior. And I would, I would hate for this person to not understand the um, breadth of which this is impacting people. Um, mm-hmm. And I might, uh, if I, you know, I would just talk to them one on one because nobody likes to be, you know, ganged up on. But right. bringing receipts of past posts um, might be helpful in showing this person how maybe they're mistaken in thinking that they're being um, more opaque than they actually are right um totally yeah and i again, think yeah if you get any pushback but... no you can you can bring more to it yeah the the moment yeah. if you get pushback you can you can add on like i think there's a lot of right reasons why this isn't okay you know mm-hmm. and you can make a list <laughs> and be ready with those so, reasons definitely and do you think that the last kind of resort after they've you know, reasonably confronted this person would be to exclude them from get togethers or, you know, like, what do you think? I guess, well, I mean, I think someone can be excluded. On, I think someone should first be, I think, warned, like talk to about it and warned. I think mm-hmm. there should be clear, explicit guidelines for the group. 
online group mm-hmm. behavior. And I think like mm-hmm. last resort should be telling this person that they can't post anymore online, you know, yeah. and then removing them from the group if they can't abide by those rules. And, mm-hmm. and even, and, and like, they can still be there physically in person. You know, like I know lots of people, this is to move past like hobbies, but I know people who have blocked their straight up relatives online because their social media presence is so over the top mm-hmm. and like offensive or whatever, but they still see them in person because people are different right. in person. You know what I mean? People are not going to hold up a meme to in front of their face that makes you want to punch them in the face. You know what I mean? They're just like going to be people mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, and, and when someone says something to you face to face, that's hurtful, it's so much easier to respond in a mm-hmm. human immediate way. I mean, maybe you won't, but I mean, like if someone says something mean straight up to your face, you might start crying and then they have to deal with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. You know, yeah. then they have to be like, oops, ooh, you know. It doesn't feel like a victimless crime anymore when you're sitting in a right. room full of people whose actual feelings you can feel being hurt. Right. I think right. that's also a valid point in the favor of the person who's being shady, right? That maybe they're just so blind to the idea that this could be hurting these people's feelings and also now there's behind the scenes work going on by other people to not stop this behavior but let other people know that this behavior is happening so i mean they may just be completely delulu about it and you might think to yourself how could somebody not know like i would know some people are very ignorant about emotional intelligence and just need to be explained. And also the internet. Giving them the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. And I think also the internet, like we don't know how old this person is, but for some reason I'm imagining they're older and like, they just (laughs) might not have had the experience that, that we've had, which is, Mm being in online situations since like sixth grade (laughs) you know so like they don't they don't know um the impact that their behavior is having necessarily so yeah i think letting them know is totally reasonable so i guess if i'm going to boil it down to what i think the the letter writer should do and also Mm -hmm. i guess we're kind of assuming that these two people the letter writer and the person posting are on a similar sort of like hierarchical level in this Mm -hmm. group because if you're below this person, it's, it's a lot harder. And I think you got to like reach out to whoever's yeah. in charge. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like for the, you know, hot glue gunning glitter community, I don't mm-hmm. know who is in yes. charge or if it's a non-hierarchical yeah. system or what. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think first of all, when it happens again, reaching out to that person privately and just being like, Hey, I don't know if you meant to come across this way, but that seemed a little hurtful to the new members. And, you know, we're just trying to like get new members. We're not trying to push them away, even, you know, make it about that. Like we need to grow this like for reasons, like everyone needs to grow their things. Um, because we're a cult, we need to keep going. No, just kidding. It's a glitter glue gun cult. (laughs) We need more people to buy our glue guns. Um, but, and then also even before at the same time, like working with whoever's in charge of that forum to create some guidelines just to make it feel like a safer space for everybody involved. You know, then it doesn't even have to be about this person who's making these posts. It can be about everyone. Um, 
maybe even asking for input from people like what are some rules that you'd like to see for this this forum to make everyone feel welcome mm-hmm. no, and then I put those in really place and it also leads with empathy which is good right um instead mm-hmm. of like because when you see repeated what you might think is unfavorable behavior you can lose your patience mm-hmm. pretty quickly Right. Um, and no longer mm-hmm. gives somebody the benefit of the doubt. Um, and it seems like this writer wants to give this person the benefit of the doubt because yeah. they like them in person, right? Um, yeah. So doing something like that, I, I think, alleviates the pressure and it no longer feels like a weird intervention where you're sitting down and you're like, you're the problem, which right. isn't great either. Right. And I think, uh, I think this about like our last episode and this, I'm like, I don't know. We This is sort of a theme of like, sure. sometimes it feels like it would be better and like more satisfying to do something petty or just like something immediate to show you're right and be right but Mm -hmm. um ultimately for your happiness and for everyone else's like do you want to (laughs) be actually as my friend was saying this recently she was like i don't know if it's from recovery like the the recovery community or whatever but she's like we have a saying that's like would you rather be right or be happy you know, and I think like ultimately you can be right, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be happy, that it doesn't mean that it's going to work out. And that in a way that I think such a struggle for people. <laughs> yeah. I, even I, I, I talked to my mom about this too. Like when I was a teenager, I would really um, weaponize my honesty and I would mm-hmm. say things that were just honest. And I'd be like, well, your feelings are hurt, but it doesn't really matter because it's the truth. Like, right. who wants to interact with someone? That's like such that. a teen girl thing. Oh my god, it's so it is, you know thing. what I mean? And like, but yeah, yeah. And, but that's what I mean. Like, and I think the the height of getting more mature and being mature is learning how to be happy and accepting that you might not get to be have the last word, the final say, be the most right. You know, win. Like sometimes, yeah. To to win, ultimately, you have to lose. You have to capitulate. You have to like, it's not, I mean, I don't think I'm talking about capitulating in this situation, but like with the neighbor we were talking about before, like sometimes, you know, the ultimate solution is to like, let go of being right. Take the L for the ultimate W. Exactly. And hopefully this person can see that. Yeah. I think that, I hope they can. I think yeah. like, I mean, I just feel like, and I, but I also think it is this process and it's hard to get to that point. Cause it, I still sometimes feel like, man, especially in certain situations, I want to be right. I am right. Like, mm-hmm. listen to me. I'm right. You're wrong. Just mm-hmm. accept it. But like, and I think <laughs> maybe it's easier in situations like this with the community, your hobby group, instead of your family. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So start here. This is a good practice. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, um, I'm sorry to the letter writer. It's oh, very yeah, frustrating totally. to do your hobby so with somebody annoying. who's um, putting like this weird dark cloud over it. And thank yeah. you so much for writing in. If you want to write in a question to get some amazing advice from Lizzie Acker, not only can you text her like we mentioned before, but you can find her on a myriad of social media. Um, and also <laughs> Pretty much any social media. Email. Just like put in my name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do have an email address. Uh, it's L-A-C-K-E-R at Oregonian.com. And I should say, you know, there was a person on Great British Bake Off named Lizzie Acker. Did you know that? Okay. L-I-Z-Z-I-E though. I spell it with a Y. 
So mm-hmm. like that has messed up a bit of the search. If you're searching for me on social media, you may find a great British, British Bake Off contestant with my name. However, I'm not much of a baker, at least not that she level had, of a baker. For me, she had an almost unintelligible accent, but I loved her. I loved her too. And when I found yeah. out we were, had the same name, I was like, because oh, everyone, you know, would be like, oh, Lizzie, she's the quirky one. I, I'm always getting like, <laughs> you're the quirky one. So um, <laughs> now I'm older, I'm less quirky, but you know what I mean? Anyway, mm-hmm. loved Lizzie Acker from Great British Bake Off. I, however, still my name is a Y. <laughs> so. She's the advice giving Lizzie Acker. Mm-hmm. And if you want baking advice, you can still send it our way. Yeah. Um, all and if you're the baking Lizzie the Acker, reach the out. We We'd love, to, love have to have you as a guest on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, baking advice with Lizzie Acker. From Lizzie Acker. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, maybe we'll start this. Everybody, if you're listening to this, please tweet the other Lizzie Acker and get her in. We would love that. <laughs> we would love it. Okay. We wouldn't even make her wear glasses. It would be fine. I'm pretty sure she does. No, maybe she doesn't. We'll give her a pair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the mustache. Um, um, Oh my god. Anyway, I think you did a great advising as as you per usual. Too. As per usual, Thank you, you so were a great advice sister. Thank you. Um this will be the last week I'll be in Florida for Wido, so we get to reunite <sighs> next week. So exciting. Oh my um gosh. please send us in our your questions. Um you can find all the information of where to find Lizzie or also me if you need me mm-hmm. for something. Uh in the description of this <laughs> podcast below. For anything. Please visit. Yes, please visit organlive.com slash Wytho, W-H-Y-T-H-O, spelled mm-hmm. the cool way, to see all of Lizzie's old columns, the upcoming columns, and also old episodes of this very podcast. Yeah, and you, you, know, you can go to YouTube, you can find us like so many places, mm-hmm. you can see our faces if you're li- just listening and you're like, what do they look like? Go to YouTube, you can see us having You can possibly catch me drooling in this episode. So. <laughs> you know what, I didn't it. even see it, I didn't see you drooling and I'm like pretty sad. I don't think it, it really happened. <laughs> <laughs> for those well, TMJ girlies out there. Yeah, thank you so much Destiny for taking time from Florida to talk to me here in Oregon. And I can't yes. wait to see you in person next week. Yes, thank you for advising, I think it was great and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a harmony. Thanks <laughs> for listening to Why Though the Podcast. Subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com slash pod support.